Welcome back again, friends, to your daily Bible podcast as we continue working our way through the story. Today we are going to be in the book of 2 Kings, chapter 6, verses 8 through 23. We're going to be looking at a story about Elisha, who has just taken over as prophet of the nation of Israel and Judah in the footsteps of Elijah. And so today we'll be in 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 8. Now the king of Aram was at war with Israel. After conferring with his officers, he said, I will set up my camp in such and such a place. The man of God sent word to the king of Israel, Beware of passing that place, because the Arameans are going down there. So the king of Israel checked on the place indicated by the man of God. Time and time again, Elisha warned the king so that he was on his guard in such places. This enraged the king of Aram. He summoned his officers and demanded of them, Tell me, which one of us is on the side of the king of Israel? None of us, my lord the king, said one of his officers. But Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the very words you speak in the bedroom. Go find out where he is, the king ordered, so I can send men and capture him. The report came back. He is in Dothan. Then he sent horses and chariots and a strong force there. They went by night and surrounded the city. When the servant of the man of God got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. Oh no, my lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. Don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elijah prayed, Open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. As the enemy came down towards him, Elisha prayed to the Lord, Strike this army with blindness. So he struck them with blindness, as Elisha had asked. Elisha told them, This is not the road, and this is not the city. Follow me, and I will lead you to the man you are looking for. And he led them to Samaria. After they entered the city, Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of these men so they can see. Then the Lord opened their eyes, and they looked, and there they were, inside Samaria. When the king of Israel saw them, he asked Elisha, Shall I kill them, my father? Shall I kill them? Do not kill them, he answered. Would you kill those you have captured with your own sword or bow? Set food and water before them, so that they may eat and drink, and then go back to their master. So he prepared a great feast for them, and after they had finished eating and drinking, he sent them away, and they returned to their master. So the bands from Aram stopped raiding Israel's territory. Okay, amen. Just a couple of things I'd like to point out from this text today. The first is when they were surrounded, when Elisha and the town was surrounded, when they were facing overwhelming odds, Elisha wasn't afraid. His servant obviously was, but Elisha wasn't, and there was a reason he wasn't. When he prays that the Lord will open the eyes of his servant, and God answers that prayer, what the servant sees is astounding. He sees the army of God. He sees angels and fiery chariots, and he sees God's provision surrounding them. 
The reason Elisha wasn't afraid wasn't just because of some kind of blind courage. It was because he knew the Lord. He had seen God's provision and he knew God's strength. So he didn't fear because he knew they had far more on their side than whatever the enemy brought against them. Friends, the same thing is true for you. No matter how big the obstacle, no matter how big the giant, no matter how hard the mountain before you is, our God can move mountains. Our God has the strength and the resources to speak and to make absolutely anything become a reality. He is strong. He is for you. And through you, he can always accomplish his purpose and plans. It doesn't matter how stuck you may feel or how hard the enemy is coming against you. Our Lord is victorious and he can and he will demonstrate his power to you. I love also in this story, it doesn't go the way you would expect it. When Elisha leads this foreign army into the capital city of Israel and the king sees them and says, should I kill him? You would expect that would be the place where this army would be destroyed. And then the story would end. And so they were victorious against the armies of the Aramites. But that's not what happens. Instead, they put on a feast and they feed these men and they care for them. And in doing so, peace is made between these two nations. God has demonstrated his power. It's unescapable. It's unmistakable. He blinded them, and they were led along this road by the prophet Elisha. But God doesn't destroy these people. He blesses them. And in blessing them as they go away, it says, So the bands of Aram stopped raiding Israel's territory. This changed their lives, and it changed the nation's lives. The war between these two nations was ended because they experienced God's power and God's blessing. Friends, you are an agent of God's power and God's blessing, and he wants to, through you, not just wipe out and kill our enemies, but actually bless them, for them to be cared for, for them to be loved, and through that blessing for their lives and hearts to be transformed. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you that you are with us and that greater are you with us than anything we would face in this world. I thank you that your power and your provision is available still to this day to your people. I thank you that you're watching over us and protecting us no matter how uh, bad the situation may seem or look. Nothing will stand in the way of your purpose and your plans for our life. Thank you, God, that you bless us and that you've made us a blessing to this world. In Jesus' name, amen.